everybody. Welcome to episode 137 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. And today is a very special day um, because more we have guests. a guest. More guests. More guests. I love guests. People actually said yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> want to talk to us. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, who you be? Uh, my name is Colin Shipley. I'm a fellow filmmaker like you guys. And nice. uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me here. Cool. Fellow filmmaker. Come on now. You're, you are you are a filmmaker. We we pretend to be filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to oh, say, like, your sets are just a smidge bigger than yeah. ours. Just a smidge. Just deal with our <laughs> imposter syndrome for a little bit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're all imposters. Yeah. The whole thing is so true. Yeah. The whole, you know... I think I know what I'm doing. I'm pretending I fooled everyone so far. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that. I don't think there's any artist that is not constantly waiting to be fired from something. <laughs> yeah. You would think we'd all have so much confidence knowing that we're all in that boat. It's right. like, I know you're yeah. faking it. Like your lie reflects my lie. And so whatever, we're in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I had actually, we, we had seen your film, um, All Creatures Here Below. Okay. And yep. so we had, we, we had, saw the hell out of it. We saw the even. hell out of it. So we we signed right. up for uh, Showtime, I believe it was. And we were watching a couple things, and then we were like, should we keep this or not? And I was like, I'm just going to go through all of the movies that are on here that I would be interested in first before we get out of it. Yeah. And then yeah. I saw that, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Um, so we watched that. So, so that film was um, starring Karen Gillan and yep. um, David... Desmalkian, I believe I said that right. Yeah, it's it's Desmalt Chin is what he always says. He always says uh, Desmalt Chin, and he points at his chin. <laughs> because the, if I'm correct, that's an Armenian name. Yes, I okay. believe. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So I always well, done their homework. Right. Well, you know what? Because <laughs> yeah, with well the first done. name like Sashia, anytime yeah. I see a name that's like that's not a common name, I'm like, how do they say that? And yeah. am I going to say it right? And that, and I wondered because I was like, if it's Armenian, there's probably two ways mm -hmm. that people say it. There's right, the American right. dust Malkian. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of Ian's. And uh, as mm -hmm. soon as I saw it, I was like, that's Armenian. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I was like, <laughs> damn, I want to make sure I say this right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really, this was a really cool movie. And um, so good. The, the relationship between these two characters, like from the jump, we were like, this is weird. Like there's something weird. Like I couldn't put my finger on it, but um, I won't give it away. But like there's a there's an intimacy scene, and the way that yeah. goes down, I was like, something ain't right. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, it's like something's not right. Because I mean, maybe that works for some people, but there just seemed to be such a intended distance in that. And so I was like, but I don't know why. Normally, I pick the crap out of a story as a writer. I'm always like. What am I missing? And I try and I ruin everything for myself because I, right. I tear it apart. Sure. And I guess like I was just too busy paying attention to the actual story to really dig that deep. And at the end, I was like, oh, oh you know? <laughs> but then I was like, wait, I should have known that. But I, I yeah. still didn't like I was like, I knew something was up. But, you know, at the end, you're like, oh, oh, mm. <laughs> which then it's like you can almost watch that movie again. Yeah. differently because now you have right. this new information and then these scenes kind of start to change so yeah. that was uh that was really cool yeah i love that i love that you i mean that's obviously the intention of the film and i think dave as the writer you know wanted it to have that feel where there's just enough you know subtlety to each little thing that you're like what is up here uh carrying you through especially because it is so weird and they're and they're 
characters that are, you know, I don't want to say unlikable because they are likable, but they're, you know, at glance, they might be, yeah. you know, that that person you see at the gas station that you're like, oh, don't come over here, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just pump my gas and get out of here. And then you start looking at the humanity of it and you're like, oh, no, they're people, too. And they have a story. And I think there's that element, which I think, you know, the first film I did too, animals um, with Dave, Dave wrote mm -hmm. that one also kind of has that same thing. And I think the difference with, with this one, and I'm glad you, you know, it, it worked for you because uh, it's that thing of like, well, what is, you know, with animals, it's like their relationship is like, okay, they have this element of being, you know, addicts. They, they, they're codependent on each other, but they also do love each other. And, you know, you kind of can go along with that ride, even if they make mm -hmm. bad decisions and, and you're like, ah, oh, you just want them to get out of this thing. Yeah. Um, but with all creatures here below, it's like, well, I don't even know what their prop. What is this underlying thing that feels off? I don't yeah. understand. Um, and I think that to me was like, oh boy, how do we, you know, obviously some people from the get go might, it just might not be their movie pretty quickly in, you know, 15 minutes in. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you do like have enough of that intrigue to be like, well, what is this? And, in, in, in what you're saying, you know, throughout the whole time, you're like, ah, oh, I kind of knew it. I think I knew something was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but to make it to the end and then and then get that re you know realization even when i read the script i was like what now i got to go read it again <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it kind of has a lot of that to it and and so yeah thank you one just for watching it but uh, <laughs> uh you know it's it's again it's it's one of those little movies tucked away that if if you you either find it and like it or find it and you're like what what did i get myself into but um but yeah that's exactly at least my intentions too beyond just the what was on the page is is carry somehow carry you along enough to get to the end and be like, ah, now I can kind of make sense of all this, you know? Yeah. And so how, how did it come about? Like how early on were you involved? Like, did you start, you know what I mean? Like where, where in the process did you jump in or did jump you start in. the process? Um, so I, so Dave and I are, you know, really close and, um, I literally, I think it's weird not to name drop South by Southwest, but, animals got into South by Southwest and, and that was kind of the launching point. And we knew that we kind of had something, you know, decent enough that people wanted to watch and showcase. And, and um, I literally think I was on the plane because this is how Dave works. He, I always, in my mind, I joke that he's, he really has cloned himself and has like 20 of him because he does so much all mm -hmm. the time. And he has a family and kids. And I'm like, I'm just me. And, you know, I have my brother as support and he's a writer, but, uh, it's like, I don't, I feel like I never have enough time to do anything. Yeah. And yet he's suddenly like, I'm starting the next movie. And I swear we were on the way to either South by Southwest or another festival. And he was sitting next to me and he asked me like, he's like, do you think this is a good, you know, he was talking about Karen Gillan's role before, long before we knew she was going to play it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and what boy band she might like that character might like, cause she's <laughs> supposed to be into kind of like yeah. old school nineties, early two thousands kind of boy band pop magazines and i remember him asking that question i'm being like what that's the weirdest okay yeah cool 98 degrees that's great <laughs> uh i remember being like this is the whatever you're writing over there i don't care like we're on yeah. our way to a film festival I'm, I'm i'm anxious enough um but i little did i know that that was gonna manifest into his second script uh and so i read he i swear he breezed through it so fast um because when he gave me the draft, I, I don't even know how long he'd been working on it, but um, I know his movies, his personal movies kind of are things that stem from 
childhood and things mm -hmm. from his past mm -hmm. and things he wants to explore. So I know he's kicking them around in his brain. Um, and yeah, so he gave me pr pretty much as is, as the movie is, other than a few tweaks, um, you know, little story points and stuff uh, that I kind of, when I first read it, it is what it was. And, and we just dove right in. Like he was pretty much like, here's another movie about kind of these, this, you know, relationship situation that isn't what it seems. And, and do you want to do it? And I remember just being like, yeah, let's do it. Of course. You know? And, and I did love the script. Uh, Cause it kind of reminds me of something from Steinbeck or literature and, and it had some, something to it. And right, I was like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. And so from there, we just kind of, kind of did, I look at it as a spiritual sequel to our first film, even the process, not even just the actual movie. It's just like, okay, how do we go do this again? but this time with something under our belt that gives us a little more credibility to mm -hmm. as we go into these kind of investor meetings and actor meetings. And I think that's where, you know, it really, the process was a lot faster in some ways, just because we, it was kind of like, it was so fresh, The you know, the pain of the first film and all yeah. that struggle and, you know, even the glory of it, whatever, it was all so present that we were like, okay, let's just dive into the next one. And, and so that's kind of Long, long answer, I guess there, but it, it's from the beginning. But he kind of, he had the script. The script seemed so ready right from the right from the start, right mm -hmm. when I got it. Um, I have to watch Animals now. I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, Animals. Personally, uh, I think it's on. It was on Hulu for a long time, uh, oh, okay. and it was on Showtime actually for a while. I know not as many people have Showtime, so I'm so glad you found <laughs> all creatures on Showtime. Um, we well, can thank I Love think it's Fraud for that. Prime and... Yeah, yeah, we we got we were watching like this, uh, like a document docu-series and um, I have like this weird habit of, I can spend hours just sitting down, skimming through trailers and like marking it. Like, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I want to watch Adding that. And I list, have yeah. like, Wishlist. I probably have like a hundred, a hundred plus things on Netflix, like 40 or 50 movies on Hulu. <laughs> I probably have like close to a hundred on Amazon. Like I, oh there's my gosh, I just love it. not enough days for me to actually get to all these things, but yeah. I will just sit on day, you know, I don't know. So before COVID even people would socialize. I'm like, why wouldn't I just spend 12 hours watching movies and docuseries? Right. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just what I'm going to do. Or just watching the trailers for the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like, I look and I'm like, well, I've been doing this for three hours. So I've ticked like 37 movies that I want to watch now. Um, <laughs> and th and but... this, this was a film that one of the things I like, cause she, she'll have a list going. So I don't even, I don't even <laughs> bother. Like, what are we watching? But it's, 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 I love going into films now not knowing anything, like what genre it is. I haven't seen a trailer, yeah. nothing, just going in cold. Um, I wish I could do that for everything. You know, when the bigger budget movies come out, even there's the trailers. Big one. I would yeah, love, I don't have the, the, I don't have the, um, I don't have the, 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 you know, whatever you'd call it to kind of the self-control yeah, to, to not see that because they're everywhere. But yeah, for, for smaller movies, that's great. Cause I could just go, I don't have any preconceived anything. I just go along for the ride yep. and, and, and it's so it, the experience of watching it that way to me is just so much more. Um, but the enjoyable. trailer also doesn't give a lot away. You know that I hate that. I hate when I watch a trailer and I'm like, seen I've seen movie. this movie. Now I know it all. I yeah, know everything right. I need to know. You know, you know what's going on. Obviously, like the premise of it, but you don't, you don't like dig too deep into the the characters, which is sure what I wish more people would do because I I want to. I want to learn about those characters and develop a relationship with them when I'm watching the movie, not going in already knowing yeah. what their damage is and how it happened. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so 
Um, and so Dave, so I love that David writes stuff because, um, not, not a lot of, I feel like not enough actors do. Yeah. And I started writing just because as an actor, I didn't like the parts that I was being offered. And I was like, Absolutely. I want to play. You get offered whore number two. At yeah. A, only I don't want to be you know, whore number so two. <laughs> like, like, I want to want to be in something else. And so uh, it's it's a dangerous uh, it's a dangerous kind of ride when you're going in and you're not acting outside of that because you're making mistakes as you go. And so, of course, sure. like the first five or six films, I won't even, I just cringe when I think of those films, but you know, you hopefully start to get better, but um, I, cringe I love after, after every film. Yeah, I do. But you <laughs> yeah. know, still, um, I, I love too. that he's part of that, that he's part of the creative process of that because it's really different when you're playing a character that you've written. Yeah. You know, cause you have, you, you know, it's like you have one relationship with them when you're writing it. And then you're like, is this the same relationship that I want to have as the actor? Or am I going to have to like reevaluate the whole character and play it differently. Um, Absolutely. And he has like probably one of the most expressive faces. Like, you yep. know, his face when you see him and yep. sometimes briefly I'll be like, is that Robert Pattinson? Oh no. <laughs> like, Cause he reminds sure. me of Robert Pattinson sometimes. And I love Robert Pat- Pattinson also. So, um, and then, you, you know, it's like, as soon as we watch this, I'm like, I've seen this guy in so many things. Yeah. And then you start going back. I'm like, oh, my God, Dark Knight. Oh, my God, that's the guy from Prisoners. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. yeah. You know, and he's got such a well, – he obviously has a perfect he's villainous a chameleon. face. Yeah, he's a chameleon, but he has a perfect face for a villain because he's really intense features. But right. in this, it's like – I mean, he, his his face is expressive, and so you see that. And then if you start thinking of the other movies, you kind of start bringing that in. But then yeah. there's also this sort of underlying kind of – sadness mm. and so you know i just i i love people with faces like that you know because there's people with they, faces they don't even have to do anything sometimes yeah. you know you're just like i know i'm going to get something out of this person just by the type of expression that they have yeah yeah absolutely i agree i think any actor like it's almost like you could draw a caricature of him yes. you know some people kind of have a face that like it's hard it's like well what would their caricature be and i feel like he is already one of those and yeah. a lot of those great actors you know that we grew up with like the character actors and not necessarily even the leading people it's like they they have a look that you just love and and that's why as kids even we don't quite understand what actors are and what you know why that mom is also the mom in that movie and why that dad is that dad like i just love as a kid being able to point those make those connections and Mm -hmm. and dave to me certainly is one of those people and why i love you know shooting him as an actor both just visually but also because of what you said about him you know kind of as a writer too he has these he can separate both worlds which i like you know he yeah. can really he can do, he can look at it as a writer point of view and then take him aside and look and look at it as an actor point of view and he can also respect and appreciate you know the director coming in because at first you know on the first film it's like the second one was much easier because we trusted each other more mm-hmm. but the first one it's like it's like he's a baby, and and I mean the script is his baby. He's a baby as an actor. No, uh, the <laughs> script is uh, his baby, and and he has a vision for it, but he also has to let go of that, and it becomes especially in indie filmmaking, as you guys know, you know you don't have control over so many things, and it just mm. becomes something else. Yeah, and and that's to me that's part of the fun of it. You know, you're finding something together with your team mm-hmm. versus you know some of these 
bigger movies that I'm, you know, are pretty much pre-calculated down to the second of each edit. Yeah. To some degree, uh, or pre-vised out. Um, whereas, you know, as a writer and an actor, you got to kind of separate your mind, um, knowing that the movie as an indie film is going to become something else altogether in the process. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a balancing act. I mean, we, we have a, our system and, you know, we've been doing it a long time, but to come in as a director and to direct an actor who's written it and it's, you know, there's that, like you said, it's, you have your interpretation of the script. They have theirs, they have theirs as a the writer, they have theirs as, as an actor, and so it's mm-hmm. finding that balance of of where where you want to have the film, and and a lot of that gets ironed out in pre production, obviously, and stuff. So, yeah. um, but you know, things happen on set when you got to cut scenes or you got to do stuff, and and so a lot of that, and that's great to know that you know you have that trust, you know, because yeah. I'm for me having you know having her on set as you know she is mainly the actor, but then having her as a writer, I mean, she would write this thing. So as a director, why would I not then if I have a situation or a question or or I'm not sure what to do with something maybe or I want to change something like why would I not utilize the writer to kind of you know dig into that well to kind of see what what can make it better I can come up with my own solution a right. hundred different ways but to, ha- to have that collaboration I think is so important I think so too yeah I love that I love the the ability to it's almost like you got your cheat sheet right there because yeah. the original source is it's like I don't look at that as a bad thing. I'd be like, it's not that. Yeah, it's like you said. It's not like you you don't have an answer. You you'll come up with an answer if you need to. Yeah. But it's also to be like, well, where this originate from? It's it had to have been a seed at one point in your brain. Let's go back to the roots if we need to. Or, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, it'll inform your decision making. You want the character to be over here for some reason, but it's like, why is the character? You know, and so you can just dive into all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Loving the writers love here. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. very, we yeah, aren't I always appreciate it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm contractually obligated <laughs> you to. You have to, you're my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as a director, so here's what mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really interested because um, I'm very drawn to dark, darker stories and darker mm-hmm. scripts, and um, uh, perhaps to a fault, uh, I guess, when enough people are like, can you write something funny? And I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, go away. Uh, here, here's a skit. Go away. Uh, but um, what is what is your process like? Is it what do you prefer directing? Do you have a preference? Sure. For what you like um, to do. I mean, I really, I, I always say I want to make all kinds of films. Like I really do want to make, you know, whether it's a horror movie, whether it's a pretty much everything. Not to rag on romantic comedies or something. That's probably the only genre I'm like. I don't really think about. I think that's but, a genre most uh, pe- most directors don't usually. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I met, like never met a single little... director that's like, you know what? I can't wait to do direct a, a, a dramatic. Yeah, but uh, you make it your comedy. own in some way. Challenge accepted. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. If you do it that way, then yeah. I'm sure something awesome. It'll probably be your best work. You yeah. Know? Um, but other than that, across the board, I mean, I always look at my style based on how I was influenced back in the day and. It really, my core original subconscious influences were kind of the bigger budget, you know, the giant commercial successes that somehow walk that line uh, of being commercial and still being artistic and being, you know, having some dark, mature themes and having Mm -hmm. some good, awesome character study, whether it's, you know, the Back to the Future movies or Indiana Jones or Jaws. I always look at Jaws because that's like a, obviously a commercial success and, at the same time, it's it's an awesome character study, and and 
you know, so subconsciously, that's the stuff that was influencing me. So when I look at what I want to do, it all stems from that balance, you know, making sure it kind of has a little of everything, not like checking off, not in the way of checking off right. every box just to please everyone, but that vibe of, of, well, how do you, you know, how does this go beyond just my core group of friends who are going to watch it, you know? Because, yeah. you know, if you make There Will Be Blood or whatever and 20 people see it, it's like, well, what's the point of it, really? Mm. Whereas back, if you would have asked me this in high school or college, I would have been like, oh, yeah. of course, I want to make... Yeah. You know, there will be blood and no country for old men. And, yeah. and, I, and I still do. I still gravitate towards the darker stuff because that to me is the most gripping. If you can somehow get everyone to be okay with the journey and be like, it's okay. There's going to be, there's, there's some entertainment payoff in this too. Um, you know, then I do want to explore the darker stuff of the world and, and, you know, kind of the more, what maybe the Coen brothers would explore, uh, I just wouldn't mind. I genuinely wouldn't mind throwing in a time machine or throwing in a dinosaur or, yeah. sure. you know, I want to walk that balance somehow. Yeah, for um, sure. I think that's so, the next script right there. A time machine and a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Make I know. I know. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's the stuff I, I love to do all that stuff because again, it kind of, it kind of, you know, goes back to the childhood stuff and what my influences were. You know, I was, huge into like peewee's playhouse and oh, and sesame street anything with puppets and <laughs> creatures and wackiness yeah. that that you know uh encouraged you to be weird and and, and creative mm -hmm. so like those are the roots but i just want to add that layer of you know as you get older you start watching you know when i, I watched goodfellas and taxi driver and it's like okay now I've, I've kind of progressed beyond you know the the back to the future and and those type in star wars and peewee and and it's like but now that i'm older again i'm like oh okay no i want it all i want it yeah, all yeah, rolled yeah. up into one you know yeah um and I, yeah and i feel like there, there's there's, people. there's room for that you know i feel like some of my favorite movies are are movies that are able to take these big concepts you know and and, and yeah. these very genre like very genre um very much a genre movie but then adding in actual story and actual characters and that sort of stuff and yeah, you know, I love that balance. I'm the same way. Like, you know, initially you just want tons of lightsaber battles and explosions and and cool yep. stuff, and then you're like, no, man, this is just my art, and it's just about this character, and we're not moving out <laughs> yeah. of this room, and and then and then much like you, we're in this phase where it's like, I think there's a way to like have your cake and eat it too here. Yeah, you know, and that... and that fulfills us as creatives because. It, it itches that scratch of your childhoodness, but then it also itches that yep. really creative scratch. And then for the for the for people, it's like they're coming in for the for the the explosions, but they're staying for the story, you know. So yeah. I feel like it's like I don't know. It's it's just such a good, you know. I don't know. I feel I'm rambling, that's, but that's I feel that's kind of like when I say like it. you yeah. just can't. They just don't make those movies anymore. So yeah. many people have said that, but um, you know, I'm sure part of it is the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, this yeah. generation has a nostalgia for something that we watch it and we're like, what? Uh, but I don't know. I just felt like back then you had character development. You had there was always some like zany kind of story that would mm -hmm. never really fly in real life, but it was right. entertaining enough. And um, but then you had all this the character development and you had story. And I feel like what lacks now is story because it's all about like how popular is this actor? How many Instagram yep. followers do they have? Yeah. 
And as an actor, when I found out that that was a thing, when people were saying, no, seriously, like you can lose a job for not having enough Instagram followers. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, how does yeah. that? It's not a job you want, thing? though. Sometimes it is, man. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. That is the freaking job I wanted. And I don't right. have enough Instagram followers. So you lose it. And mm -hmm. it's right. It, that's so insane to me. Like, when the hell did people's followers, you know, mean more right. than, 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 than the actual talent of an actor. And, um, it's a business. Okay. It's that not called, bums me out so yeah. hard when I, when I it's hear of like established actresses, uh, that have, have said like, yeah, I lost this part because I actually right. didn't have enough followers on social media. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, well, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a terrifying concept that whole, the whole world of, of social media and followers and the popularity contest and, and, and same, like when we every my least favorite part of, you know, filmmaking, which, again, even the least favorite, I'm just happy to be doing anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, great, cool. Uh, uh, but to me, the, my least favorite part is the casting, which you think would be the most fun. Just the fact to be like, wow, we actually get to reach out to that actor. That's even if they say no, it's like so cool to me that we're have a direct line and we're mm -hmm. getting them the script mm -hmm. and we wait for a month and we never hear anything or whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, or they, you know, we get a nice cordial pass or whatever it is. But um, yeah. to me, it blows my mind when I, may, I, I don't like it because it's what we, what you're talking about. Like I make suggestions or me and the writers like, are like, Oh my gosh, this is written. It's totally meant to be this. And, and they're like, oh, that person's worth nothing. They're not, and I'm like, how is that? We got Joe, Joe Schmo over here who has a million followers and he's a, model and he's a or he has yeah. some hit song that isn't even the same type of hit song as like what's on the radio it's just kind of some weird thing niche that i'm like what is that world that i don't mm -hmm. even know what that is you yeah. know and and for whatever reason the investors are ready to sign a check with that guy attached but you can't get you know someone that i've been you know that we all know and is huge and is in the even in the big movies right now and it's like no but we want this guy and it's like okay it's just so strange to me it kind of yeah. I can't, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. I've talked to, people I've, just want to justify their when paychecks. I've talked to people that like try to be nice and they go like, look, you know, you never know the right person's going to watch your film and they're going to see it. And I was like, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't yeah. work like that. They, somebody, Not with that attitude. somebody can <laughs> like the best person, the most, uh, you know, accomplished director can see my work and it's all in the studio. If the studio is yeah. going to be like, that's a non-union actor. Who the hell yeah. is she? And, you know, but, you know, well, I, I saw this performance. I think they're really great for the part. doesn't matter <laughs> because yeah. it's our money and we get to say who's going to be in this movie. And so I'm always like, you know, that's a nice concept to think that. And mm -hmm. it's not that it doesn't happen every so often, but it's like one in a million that sure. that some non-union actor gets pulled into a major film. You know, usually it, it's it's more of a, a, a stroke of luck. But yeah. So I really like it, uh, it the director for, was it Beasts of the Southern Wild, I believe it was? Yeah. That was like, yeah, no, these are the actors. And they were like, well, yeah. then you're not going to be able to vote in SAG. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. These are the actors and this is the movie. And I love that. I love that he still made that movie with two leads that nobody knew who the hell they were. Um, yeah. But that was his movie. And so I I love that guy in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Represent yeah. Because it worked. Don't tell he, him that. He he's proved. our guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, that's the stuff I think about all the time. And, and when you get, like, I get so frustrated because the pro that process, it's like, that is everything that the keys to the kingdom of making the film comes in through that. And it's like, well, no wonder, like every movie has 
you know, like it, you can't have unless you're you're already Tarantino or something and c- can use that right. random dude from that old '70s right. show just because you think he's cool. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, when I try to suggest that stuff or when we do, it's like it means nothing. And and mm-hmm. I I mean, my last film, my third film, which I wish I could talk more about, which I can if you guys have questions, but um, uh, I even had trouble. I wanted Dave to be in that, and fortunately, it kind of came down to um like a scheduling thing he mm-hmm. was doing dune and and the new suicide squad and all these amazing things. yeah, yeah. Like, of course cool <laughs> yeah. you know it's fine we, we, so we, you're telling me the producers of dune aren't going to put it on hold for this film <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i was i was a little uh frustrated by that but uh Selfish. no i was just like okay it kind of worked out that that's how it was but um in in the beginning it, it i was even having a hard time getting people on board to let him play one of the ro- roles and i'm like this is this is ridiculous like, yeah one, like, uh, you should know that, like, this is the fun part of our working collaboration. Like, yeah. he, you know, even if it's just a small little fun, weird cameo, like, that's what I wanted him just to come in, steal a scene mm-hmm. and be done. And and even that, like, people are like throwing out names of people that I've never heard of that, you know, have millions of followers, you know, to this day, I've never even seen them in anything. But right. for some reason, like, no, that, that person has to play that role. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, you know, and luckily the movie, you know, the course of events changed eventually from that scenario. Cause this is way back when, when we were at the beginning trying to get the money and stuff. And those conversations just kill me because it's circular conversations about just frustrating things. And you're like, no wonder, like you can't have diversity. No wonder you can't have, it's like, yeah. it's like, even just, it's like, how do you, if you don't get, it's like, would you rather just make the movie and, and use the people that they want? Or right. don't make anything don't, at all. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. great. Well, what do I do? That's, that's yeah, that's always the tricky thing, you know? It's like, I really need to tell the story, and it's like, but I, these are the people I want, and you, we want to be more inclusive and stuff, but now, you know, for whatever reason, we can't, or it's less, or whatever, it's not what we wanted, but is it still worth it at that point? And most yeah. of the times, it still is, because you want to tell that story, and then you hopefully that, yeah. that can that can yeah. then help elevate you or, the, or whoever to be able to make that, uh, a priority for the next one, you know, that sort of thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a great way to look at it. You're planting those seeds kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting cause I'll have like actor friends say, Oh my God, when you guys make it big, cause they're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> when you them. guys make it big, uh, you're going to put me in your movie. Right. And I'm like, do you honestly think they're going to let me cast who I wanted this yeah. movie? First of all, I would be just the writer, okay? And yeah. I would only be. And then, yeah, and then once yeah. they got the script, you're yeah. you're out. See I you would, later. I, yeah. If he's directing it, that would be my only way in. That we're a film team. But yeah, as yeah. the writer, they'd be like, "You're done. You're definitely not getting cast in this movie. So don't even think about it." So I was yeah. like, I couldn't even get myself in my own movie, let alone get my friends into a movie. hundred percent. I would love to do that, but yeah. like, I wouldn't even be able to get a part. And so, whenever I write stuff, I'm always like, "Man." What I wind up doing is like writing things and then hoarding them because I think if we ever got a budget for this and we had producers, I really want to play this character and I would never be able to play this character. All right, I'll put this one for our film and then I'll write something else because I'll never get to play this character. Then you get really attached to them and you start to think, well, I want to I want to be the one to play it. And that's never going to happen. You know, right. They're not going to let that happen. I think that's so I mean. You know, I I get when you have, I guess, a $50 million budget for something and it's like, Mm -hmm. 
okay, you're making a Marvel movie. Well, we can't have a Marvel movie with a bunch of unknown actors. Nobody's going to watch that. Like, I understand. But in indie film, I feel like they've completely lost the whole point of independent filmmaking. And so they're trying to, they've now smashed A-list actors into what's considered indie film. I have I have a little something oh, to say oh, about oh, that. Oh, what? <laughs> but no, I, I, I actually feel like, you know, I, I love that. I love when I see uh, a Chris Evans or Robert Downey Jr. or something do like a $500,000 movie. Yeah, you but know like when I mean? Chris and Evans just, is in, sure. uh, in a lot in of times Scott that can be distracting. Pilgrim. I love that, yeah. right? He took the small part. That's amazing. You took the small part. Yeah. He killed it. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But. Everyone else in that film was fairly unknown then. Now they're, you know, they've all blown yeah. up. But at that time, right. they weren't big actors. And that's what made the movie so great because it was this yeah. independent, relatable story. And then you're like, oh shit, there's Chris Evans. But You'll even never, then, never find the next Chris Evans if you keep casting Chris Evans. Exactly. But even then, Chris yeah. Evans wasn't like yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Evans yet. But um yeah. you know, when when like he says, when they when they make it so hard for you to even cast other yeah. people it's just like well what the hell well, am i fighting for <laughs> I yeah. It's, yeah. It's, they have to they you could speak to this more obviously but i assume it's just for them it's all just dollars and cents and it's all just investments and oh yeah you know it's like yeah w- it's, with this actor we can we can get x amount from international sales or whatever you know there's all right. these things they have to so yeah appease they're they're like i don't even understand it yeah it's like a checks and balance they have their charts and their graphs and their and I was saying it reminds me of like Moneyball or something. They they like calculate these things like so this sums this total means this and this. And the thing though, at least on my film so far, none of it has paid off. I don't I don't think in mm-hmm. my mind. Like I'm like if you would have let me do what, and again this, I say this with humility, but like if you would have just let me do and mm-hmm. cast and do what I wanted to do. Even if that meant getting that no name or that person who you just know is going to kill this role or whatever, and, and just let us do it that way and not use your location, but you, I promise you this one's going to work. I swear the the sum of the movie coming together would have got the result, you know, in terms of money mm-hmm. better. At least yeah. I think, like in my mind, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I I mean honestly, for me, it's animals and all creatures. All creatures had a little more because there's more money had uh more parameters mm-hmm. and more challenges that had nothing to do with like literal challenges like animals it was literally like oh it's raining what do we do all creatures it felt like well you know the trailers need to be parked over there and that because we got to figure out that problem it's like well what that has nothing to do with the scene but yeah okay. yeah and and i feel like the movie was you know just naturally because it's a bigger movie has more of that to deal with versus the ingenuity of just people running around with the camera and and to me, the final results of animals, in a way, you know, in my opinion, paid off in different, not necessarily just money, but like what happens to the film and who sees it and what mm-hmm. eyes are on it. And, and the mm-hmm. final result to me, you know, it's like, well, look, we didn't have the weird parameters that were there. And then for my third movie, it was that times five. Yeah. It was like 10 times even more. Um, so it's like, okay, the whole more money, more problems is like a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like investors, when it comes to indie film, they start to nitpick at things that actually don't matter to an audience. Because if you have people sitting down watching a movie with unknown actors, you already got them in. Yeah. They don't care about whether the apartment looks trendy enough. (laughs) Right. They're not here for that. 
people will go to that for bigger films because they're going for the cast and they're going for these celebrities. But if you're watching a movie like uh, uh, like yours, where it's like, look, this is this is a, a dark subtext. And it's mm-hmm. all of, this is all about the story here. Like it's character development and story. Like it doesn't matter if their apartment faces due south or, right. or whether this yeah. was here or there. Like that is irrelevant. Unless you're the DP and you need that yeah, light yeah, coming that's through. True, you know? That's yeah. true. I, I will say that. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Cinematography, cinematography. But do you, do you know what I mean? It's like these little, these little kind of nitpicky things yeah, yeah. that it's just like, well, we have to film this here and the studio here in LA. And it's like, mm. no, my friend's apartment is free and it yeah. works. <laughs> like, And we'll Th- cut the budget work? down. Like, why is why does this have to be yeah. in a studio? This doesn't make any sense. Like, no one's going to care about that. Agreed. That's watching this, you know? Yeah. Um, just small rant, I guess. No, <laughs> because I it's just, it. just it's, what we it's... deal with. You know, I, when I write a script, I can't write it with any location I want in mind because we're funding mm-hmm. usually at the very least 80%, 70%. We'll do some crowdfunding and some people take pity on us, but for the most part, we're paying for it ourselves. And mm-hmm. so I'm not going to write a story where I have to film in a huge corporate building. I'm not going to yeah. have the money for permits to film in that. Why would I even do that to myself? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have to keep the story in a place that I can act that's actually feasible and, you know, and then, you know, go on the Airbnb search and be like, can we film your place? 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. And go down the list. And, you know, usually we luck out. But um, wh- I've read a lot of articles of stuff like that where they're like, yeah, you know, production wanted it to be here and there. And I'm like, why is this even a conversation? This doesn't seem like it's at all relevant to the actual story and would right. be cheaper if you just did it this way. It's yeah. like, it's weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. And I think it's smart. That's to me, that's the smartest way to approach indie filmmaking is get ahead of these problems before they arise by tackling them in the story you're telling and the whole point of what you're doing. The whole point of what we're doing is trying to film a movie and tell a story. For some reason, that's never part of the conversation when when you're trying to get it going. It's like that's the farthest from anyone's mind. And it's like, well, if you've already tackled it from the writer's standpoint, you know, getting ahead of those questions it's kind of like all right you can't you, you got a fail safe plan you can't get around you, you can't interject your weird oh tax incentives in this city versus this and you know i get why some of that is a necessary evil but like i still think if you just think of the story at the core it's like yeah things yeah. will fall into place i feel but, like they sit down and they're like all right first things first what's tom holland doing Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love the guy, but oh my God, can we get other people? Like, yeah. I was 100%. just reading something that somebody was like, I love him and all, but can we stop? Like, does he have to be in every single yeah. movie? And it's not his fault. You know, dude's just trying to pay his bills. Yeah. Who's going to turn it down? I'm not like, yeah. there's no way I'm, I'm shitting on him for, for not turning that down. But I just of think course. like, there's thousands and thousands of actors out there. Why are we util- utilizing the same faces and the same people? Like, why it's it's frustrating yeah well to your point of like you take a movie like knives out which i loved but -hmm. it's like you have you have so many of these a-list actors it becomes distracting because a lot of times for me anyway these um a lot of these actors they become their they become their own persona you mm-hmm. know, uh, we'll use mm-hmm. Chris Evans because we've been using him a I, lot. Well, I love Chris yeah. Evans. <laughs> Perfect example, yeah. though. I but it's it. like every time I see him in a movie, it's Chris Evans in a movie. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's and, and that's not taking away from his acting. It's just that he is a bigger than life person, you know, and he's Captain sure. America and he has his own thing. So a lot of times 
um, that can be distracting, you know. Um, sometimes it's not, you know, especially when they, you know, change up their look or something, you know. That's mm-hmm. on the Tom Holland thing again. I love the guy, but it's like, can we just like cut his hair or something? Like, just, yeah, <laughs> just a little something different. <laughs> his little quirks. Yeah, yeah. A movie like anyway. Knives Out. It's like 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 uh, the Cheesecake Factory menu of movies, where it's just like there's too many things to look at. Yeah. There's too many people yeah. to focus on, and I can't really give. I can't even give the attention that I want to give to all these people because they're all so good and it's mm-hmm. just yeah. too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Uh, I think like like Anna been a fun Anna set. De Armas, mm-hmm. like she wasn't yeah. too famous yet, no. but she was like the only mm-hmm. person that wasn't huge. And now she's like playing Marilyn Monroe, you yeah. know? So like, yeah, of but course. It was just like Jamie Lee Curtis. That, you know, you have all these people and I'm like, who isn't Michael Shannon? Like, I'm like, these yeah. are all amazing actors and I can't, I don't feel like they got their time to shine because it's like totally. you have five minutes, you have 12 minutes, you have seven minutes, go. <laughs> you know? yeah. It was like, oh, all right. I mean, still, it was a good movie, but I hate star studded films like that because it's sure the story starts to get lost because you're just waiting to see what that actor is going to do. Mm-hmm. Is, is he going to Evans out? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Am I gonna, yeah, yeah. Am I going to get that? And then you do. And then you're like, uh, you're not really paying attention. But um, so, OK, so you're working on something new. Yeah. So, uh, I actually was very fortunate to have finished shooting. Uh, it's called die Die in a gunfight. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually weirdly got the script around the same time I got all creatures, but it was one of those things of what goes first. And and I, and I knew that that budget was going to be a lot bigger anyways. And, and, you know, to me, that was kind of hopefully my step into the bigger world, not just doing the same kind of smaller movies, which I want to, again, even if, and when I get to make a, $500 $500 million movie, you know, I still, I feel like I would, I know everyone says this and they never do, but I swear there's no way I'm going to change my mind. Why would you not want to go make another $200,000 yes. movie right yeah, after yeah. that? Just yeah. to yes. do it. Like, I think yeah. that'd be so cool. Like I'd love to see Christopher Nolan's million dollar movie, you yeah. know, like, yes. yeah. and then go do another tenant or whatever. That's why but, like, I, I always, I always talk who's about your, who's your guy that you love. David Sandberg. David Sandberg. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that dude. Like mm-hmm. he, he goes from directing Shazam to like there's the pandemic and he's grabs a Panasonic camera and yeah. makes shit in his house with his wife. Like that's amazing. Like yeah. I love that mentality. You know what I mean? It's I just feel like so it's good. really lost with like once people yeah. hit, they get they get the Hollywood and they're they, in they, with Hollywood. Because it's lose like you get it. to a certain point and you don't ever want to go below that. And right. It's like I mean I think it you should. I think yeah. I think if you do that, I feel like that means you truly you just have to be making movies. Clearly, you're just destined. Like that's what you got to be doing. I got to be doing that. I got to yeah. be doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And and yeah. So I feel like for me, uh, when the I had those both movies kind of at the same time, I knew the one would take longer, and I still wanted to make that step up. And uh, it just took a long time to get going, and it was because of casting, like cycling through actors for like five years, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, but anyways, we finally got it going. Of the year 2019, we shot it. Uh, in Toronto, um, and I loved it. It was a great experience. Toronto was cool. My first time there, and I loved the, the film community. There's amazing. Um, and we got done right, you know, finished shooting by the holidays of that 2019. And so the plan was 2020, just to be pretty much editing and doing <laughs> posts, you know. And so it was a miracle that, like, once the lockdown happened, it's like, well, I'm pretty much locked in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this works. Nothing really changes. Good luck um, at film so, festivals. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Everything just w- was like a load off my mind because we had time to really yeah. you know, figure out the movie and make sense of what we had shot and and 
um, what's what was crazy is it's a fortunately it's a very stylized movie. It's very different from my first two, mm-hmm. which again, like I'm sure my team, I do have like a manager and an agent. And I'm sure they're like, oh gosh, like how it was hard enough to market brand you like you're branded as this indie dark filmmaker now you're making this really pop it's like a really colorful young adult movie and, yeah. and very like kind of uh i don't know it's it's like a very self-aware movie movie yeah. kind of you mentioned scott pilgrim in my mind it's got a dose of that you know you sure uh, hopefully I, at least i yeah. look at it that way yeah where it's very self-aware They're like excuse me and, we're trying and... to pigeonhole you here you're not helping <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like, not, yeah right so I'm I'm curious how it's all going to go down, but uh, what I loved about 2020, all that happening, not that it was good, obviously very bad stuff, but the, the good that I look at that came out of the year is like being locked up and being uh, kind of backed into that corner of not being able to go film. There's like little side plots and backstory mm-hmm. bits that we couldn't get. And we're like, we, you know, we were like, oh, we'll just get a skeleton crew and go wing it and film that stuff. But of course, COVID hit, and it's like, well, now we got to come up with creative solutions to fix it, and mm-hmm. and it forced us to come up with all these really cool ideas that made the movie even more self-aware and more kind of uh, stylized, and and just let us explore and be adventurous with that stuff. And mm-hmm. I love that part of the journey because it just felt like no one, literally, no one could be over my shoulder, yeah, yeah. you know, as we did it. Like, and yeah. I was just like, this is how it should always be. Like, I'm not saying, you know, filmmakers, we should all just be like frustrated and just only have our two two or three core people that we trust yeah we should have that but and you know we still need to be open to what other people bring and and the collaborative part but i love that there was like this literal barrier that we all had to come up with creative idea to to make the movie to complete it really to get Mm -hmm. it done and so we did finally by you know i think by end of summer um so yeah that's uh that's the third one hopefully coming out this year nice or so it will the, be coming out this that, year this that's spring, coming supposedly. out is that coming out pretty soon yeah it's it's suppo- i know on imdb right now it says i think valentine's day which is not true at least i that liars would be to me. Yeah. um i know I, <laughs> they're I setting it, you I up like, already <laughs> yeah but of course that stuff gets out there and you're like how i don't I, what like, who came know, up with this date who came like, up with the date yeah. <laughs> yeah but honestly it would have been awesome because one it's right around the corner and i'm so ready to have this movie out there but two it's it is a love story it's kind of like this Romeo and Juliet romantic comedy. I I know. Right? <laughs> don't even say that. Don't even say that. Um, it it's it, it's Sell a romantic. Out. I call it <laughs> drama, dramedy, action, mm-hmm. romance. I don't know what it is. It's it's a little of everything, but it's definitely kind of targeted to young adults and people who have that. You know, when you're in high school and college and you're finding movies like, like uh like Leo the Leo, um Romeo and Juliet, Romeo and, Juliet and, yeah. yeah yeah and um. Fight Club and all those movies yeah. that kind of have that edge and angst yeah. and and mm-hmm. you know very wild characters and Gary Oldman pops up in it as a crazy person and you know whatever those types yeah. of movies yeah um so that's kind of what it is and um yeah I feel like uh, the plan is it's supposed to be out this spring at some point nice. um, I just I just know it's not what's online right now that's not yeah. true well we're gonna we're definitely gonna have you on when that comes out. Yeah, because yeah, the, the cast love, is really, uh, really interesting. And ta- talking about, you know, having a cast. So it's like you have uh, Diego Bonetta, uh, mm-hmm. Alexandra Daddario, and then Travis Fimmel. Yeah. You know, so you're like, whoa. And uh, yeah. uh, Justin uh, Chatwin, which I always think of the guy from Shameless. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so it's like th- this is a perfect example of like you have 
actors that are they're recognizable you're like i know yeah. obviously i know this person and you know uh travis Fimmel was just in uh was that the apple show that you were watching oh the wolf one? yeah the yeah the one with the the alien ridley scott the ridley scott show that oh that watching. oh that one yeah, yeah. that was that was an apple travis show Fimmel. isn't it apple show? hbo HBO, the wolves, yeah, the some studio that has more wolves. money than we ever will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those, <laughs> um, you know. And then he, when the we Vikings saw him, guy? yeah, when, oh, we, okay. when we when he yeah. was watching that show, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from the Viking show. I was like, okay, you know. And yeah. so it, uh, it's a recognizable McPretty face. eyes, yeah, McPretty eyes over there. And when, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. when when you you see this person that you're like, oh, they're recognizable, but it's a it's about the performance because you're not distracted yeah. by like. Oh, I thought he was great in the. Uh, um, Raised by wolves. Yeah, so, he's he's a really good actor. Really good in that. But then you know you you look at these other and I, I've and I know these other actors too because I've 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 recognized their faces and it's like you may have mm -hmm. to go back and be like oh that's what I know them from but I love mm -hmm. doing that I love when I'm like what is this person from because they they stick out for a reason you know yeah. you may not remember the name of the movie but I mean I watch so many damn movies that it's like I sometimes yeah. have to go back yeah. even with a listers and I'm like what the hell was it that I saw with them last but. I yeah. love that kind of stuff. And so I do get what Me you too. mean about like the Scott Pilgrim. It's like you have like these recognizable faces, kind of, sort of, um, but then you can focus more on that story yeah. and really get into that and not, that's, you know, be that's distracted by totally Tom Holland. Especially with, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But I, I totally get it. Like, honestly, if this movie had 15 million to be made, I... Bet you a million bucks. I mean, I think Tom was on our list many times, you know, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. knowing that we would never get to him. But of course, yeah. we got to waste that three months because <laughs> yeah. that's part of the process. I, I can't like, wait right, to be rejected by you. Yeah. yeah, that's what it feels like. And I have to like go through and write my little actor note like, hey, we want you. For, and I try to make it personal sounding. I'm like, do they even read this? Yeah, like, yeah. does his team read it and go, thanks, guys. And, and like move on. 90% of the time, it's never going to work just because of scheduling. So it's like yeah, not yeah. even like, you know what I mean? And it's, uh, exactly. It's like, let alone if they love the project. Yeah. Like he's contract, contractually obligated to probably so many things. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I'm grateful the cast is very eclectic and weird and yeah. random. Yeah, you have, and I think um, that just. What's her name? Alexandria Daddario. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. Who's very like, you know, YA and like she's like, like in that scene. But then you have. Fimmel, who's just yeah. kind of like an act, like he's an actor, actor, you know, and so yeah. like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's very Mixing eclectic, those like worlds. you said, I, yeah, I like that. Has that balance? I, I hope at least. I hope people get that when they watch it, and 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 they're they're definitely everyone in the movie, even Justin Chatwin, and everyone's great, but you know, part of the point of the movie is is like I said, that tongue in cheek, self aware, like kind of take it and run with it, and mm -hmm. you know, that's to me coming from two super heavy indie dramas where you. All I, my motto, and this kind of goes back to the question of like, what kind of stuff do you see yourself doing? It's like, I, I do, I think ultimately, even after doing this third film, I, I think my wheelhouse is definitely more, you know, I always say, okay, what's the movie version of the acting? What's the movie version of that plot point? What's yeah. the movie version of that wardrobe? And let's dial it back a little, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, if that's the movie ja version of that jacket, well, what's the slightly more realistic version of it? You yeah, know? yeah. And Whereas this movie, Die in a Gunfight, was the opposite. It's like, okay, it's supposed to be the movie version. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be the over the top bad guy. Yeah. It's supposed to be, and that was it was challenging for me because it's Constantly like you want to be like, more subtle. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I want this to be subtle, and I think you know, there's there's still many times when I watch the film now. It's like I know we all cringe when we watch any of our stuff, but like I cringe so much where I'm like, man, why didn't I dial it back to this 
direction why didn't i let them go big here and not go big there and yeah and so it was a learning experience but like what i love is that the cast fits that randomness that at least there's something i hope that people will be like these people these faces they're all so familiar and interesting and and you know i want to watch them for that reason and, yeah. and then hopefully by default get into the story and follow along the journey or whatever yeah i think one of the best things could be people remembering them from your movie isn't that oh, more like awesome. the goal yeah. to be like, oh, that somebody right. would immediately recognize this actor because of something yeah. that I did. Even oh, the though guy they... from Dying a Gunfight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's got to be, that's got to be a cool. Of course, you'll get like... zero credit. It'll, <laughs> but it'll be. Yeah, I know, exactly. It all gets taken from you. It'll, it'll all be about them, but who cares? Like, yeah. I think that's, man, the way you even just said that, they, the guy from Dying a Gunfight, like that, those are, that's music to my ears. Yeah. That's kind of the way, even the way we approach the costumes and stuff, it's like, course we had like you know you have your budget and you have whatever all the parameters but it's like how do we still make it, every character pop in a way that feels like you could like want to dress up for them for halloween mm -hmm. you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. though that that travis especially like i'm not gonna lie his performance is gonna probably be the one just because it's so whack he's like the wild card of the movie mm -hmm. uh that comes and goes and mm -hmm. i feel like that's the one if anyone did take take that away from it you know, walk away with something. It's it's gonna be that feeling of like, man, I, you know, at least I hope, like that feeling of I want to dress up as him for Halloween and be his character and just enough. But of course, that's asking a lot. But even if yeah. no one knows who that, what that movie is, you know, every little bit counts. But you hope to run into that other really cool indie person that's like, I know what character you are, and you're like, shut yes. up. Yes. <laughs> you're the yes. only one that got it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, usually, hopefully, our, since we're all filmmakers, you know, we run in the same circle. You would hope that your Halloween party is full of those movie buffs that could be like, right? yeah, yeah, I know. Get it. Yeah. So, but, so being that this movie was a, a little bit of a departure, how did you approach it from a, a cinematography standpoint? Because one of the things about creatures was that like um i love good cinematography the <laughs> cinematography was just amazing yeah. very subtle very like naturalistic but still very beautiful yeah. you know and so Thank it sounds you, like yeah. this film's probably a little more over the top so did you have like a, a different approach yeah. and, and and that sort of thing? And, and what is your approach in general with cinematographers absolutely i mean that's great i mean for me again it goes to the like what you said very uh, naturalistic is usually what i want i love that rule of you know, one, the lighting, I, I always want the lighting to be real. Like, I always just want like the lighting to feel real. I hate when it feels too perfect. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'd, I'd rather approach a scene by lighting it kind of that 360 vibe if we can or close to it mm -hmm. and let the actors and the camera do what they want. I know that's harder sometimes because maybe it'll be a little flatter or whatever. Yeah. But to me, I'd rather the, the everyone to be uninhibited and kind of pr at least pretend that they don't know what's going to happen. Like the camera operator in theory let's pretend that they don't know that that character is going to jump out the window so like right. you might be a little delayed in following right. that character and i love that vibe instead of being like let's section it off and get that corner of the room now let's section yeah. it off and get this corner corner of the room. and everyone's lit perfectly and yeah and so anyways that's usually my approach and again i think that goes with that style of when i want to you know what's the movie version of this lighting now let's dial it back okay. you know, what's the you know um and for gunfight pretty much polar opposite but i still think i approached it i i took the core beats of the movie i, I in my mind i was like okay well there there's a lot of very stylized characters so w when we're with those characters let's do our best to maybe make those moments more stylized and and have kind of a 
My second kind of favorite approach would maybe be like the Scorsese, like, or Paul Thomas Anderson, like Boogie Nights, kind of like really aggressive camera push-ins and mm-hmm. whip pans. And so I was like, well, let's, let's build the bigger, anytime we're on a larger than life character, let's kind of have some larger than life moment character or camera movements and lighting, you know, set up. But when we're with our core characters, just the love story aspect of the movie, the the more gritty, almost all creatures animal style, I in my mind, I tried to approach it that way. When they're in a room, you know, I tried to tried to have that kind of naturalistic cinema verte, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, let's just let the camera kind of, kind of follow them around. So so you'll see, I hope, at least maybe you guys now having seen my other work and then going into this one. I would hope you'd be able to pick out those scenes of like, yeah. oh wow, you, those scenes feel a little more. They have. Oh, trust me, we're going to analyze core. the crap out of everything because yeah. that's just know, what now, we do. Now, and then we have all this information, I, I so we're like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be hard to. I'm going to email them afterwards. <laughs> trailers for that one, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's going to be tough. No, I mean, mm. I know. You know, we always. You know, we're always like, oh, I can't wait to see your next movie. But I really do want to see this, especially since it's like such a departure from what we just saw. So I'm like, Oh, sure. I would love to see the other side of that. And, um, honestly, when I reached out to you, I was like, this guy's not going to answer me. <laughs> it's like, he's going to be one oh, of the that's people crazy. that's like, no, I don't, who the hell are you? Uh, but no way. I love we're it. Called I, gorilla, I God like, damn it. We're called gorilla. God damn it. We have like, <laughs> well, like 500 people that listen to us a week. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I just, I love that you still want to make films. Yeah. You know, you want to make indie films. I feel like that's so, so lost. I don't know why. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I would, again, we all say what we'd like to think, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure it happens to the best of people. But I just, like, I can't imagine, oh, well, okay, here's here's this movie deal. Like, I've got this big chunk of money. Like, am I going to put this in a really expensive house in L.A.? Or am I just mm-hmm. going to stay where I am and then use that yeah. money to make films and yeah. then I don't have to yeah. deal with producers cause it's my fucking money. <laughs> so I can cast right. whoever the hell I want. It's not going through a studio. And I feel yep. like that's, just, it's just like that motion of people. Like I've made it big. Well now I have to keep up with the Joneses as they say, yeah. you know, and yeah. I have to live in a $2 million house in LA. And now I have to take that movie that I don't yep. necessarily like because I have to be able to keep up and pay my yeah. mortgage and stay. And it's just like, I have no interest in that. Don't get me wrong. Car will be paid off. We might move into a little bit bigger of a house because yeah, we live in a shoebox. Sure. You, yeah. know? <laughs> don't, you know, don't right. get but me even, wrong. But even to that, it's, you know, we live in a shoebox because um, we could, I don't yeah. want to say easily, but we can afford a bigger house. But it's like yeah. we live in a smaller house and because to me, to, to us. That, so that we could upgrade our film equipment. Yeah, so we could <laughs> yeah. have that money to make to make films and stuff because that's yeah. what's important to us. It's not the size of our house. Although some closets would be nice. I'm not. It would be lie. nice to have closets. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah, that, course. That would be great. There's but... always going to be the adulting element sure. that like, yeah. no matter what, like this year, I kid you not, this is the first year ever because of gunfight that I, I bought a couch that was my own. That's like, <laughs> I've always lived with a roommate or live with my brother or whatever. The first time I live on my own for now. Uh, and I was like, wow, I actually need adult things. And yeah. in yeah. my mind, it's like, yeah, part of it is maybe a little immature, but I don't. I look at it as like, no, my obsession, and my heart is in filmmaking. Yeah, I am totally happy to have my TV, my couch, and the basics I need. And but when I need that new iPad to do better storyboards, or when I need that, right. then yeah. I'll I'll put something. You know, I'll save up for that, and I'll, that's where it's going because yeah. I'd rather keep that mentality. If and even if amazing things happen, yeah. it was like that thing in. where you see. Um, I don't know if it was like a meme or just like a pic- image. Something that was like. Uh, uh, a drummer going to a gig carrying like 
$5,000 worth of drum drumming gear and a $500 car, mm. you know, yeah. like that, that yeah. kind of mentality, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause I, you know, I, I get this again, like the studios, not cause I'll, going... I'll drive my car until it, the wheels until fall the off. Wheels I really <laughs> could Agreed. care less, Same. but you look at like my computer and my cameras yeah. and stuff and it's like, I'll usually yeah. get yeah. in the car and I'm like, what is that sound? I don't know. It's been doing yeah. that for three months. Doesn't what? Matter. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, why didn't you get if tell it me you this? A to B. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, like, I, I don't know. I just don't understand why more people who claim to love film wouldn't film wouldn't utilize that money and that time to say, like, I'm going to do this. Like, like, I can't think of anything as an actor and a filmmaker. I can't think of anything more exciting than being able to discover other actors and writers yeah. and stories. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, and we we tend to work. We've worked with some union, but we tend to work with non-union because we don't have to deal with the union. We just like although sure. it's easier now, I will say that it, it, SAG has made it easier now. But sure, you know, it used yeah. to be a lot harder, and so we were just like, forget it. Um, yep. But I always had, I've always had this grudge against SAG because they had put this mean thing on the uh, subway that oh, said yeah. you can't fix bad acting in post higher union and I was like fuck you <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean because yeah like how what does that even mean have you seen Tara Reid try to act I'm sorry I'm not <laughs> yeah, like I'm you just, you know, just seriously I mean I know that sounds really mean girl but it's like come on just because you're union like I, there's plenty of union actors that suck you know and, plenty and of there's non-union actors plenty that are brilliant. of non-union actors yeah. that you'll never get to see because they're non-union actors so it's yeah. like you know, if, if we had $100,000 at our disposal, I'd be like, we're making a film and I'm purposefully hiring, hiring all yes. non-union actors Yes. on purpose. And, you know, like, it's just that whole, like, can you imagine if somebody got a huge gig because of something we did? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's great. You know, I mean, some people, some people well, don't like to, to share to his the, point of like, the you're line, hiring I guess, who but I don't like, care is, about that. is best for the part and who's going to work. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. if they're inside, okay, then they're inside. Yeah, if they're not, then, like, that's, if, then if they're not. One of, they're one of not, my yeah. non-union actor friends who I know is good gets an even bigger part because we were able to put them in something. That's mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you yeah. do that? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Instead of For like, sure. well, no, I'm going to wait to see what like Paramount wants me to do. And it's like, all right, great. But look, you know, the one for the meal, one for the real thing. Like, do those yeah. jobs. Do those jobs. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? I'm not going to crap on somebody for taking a, you know... <laughs> taking a, a million dollar check, you know, like, yeah, you do that. But like, you have the means, you have the financial means, you have connections, you know, yeah. all these A-list actors that you could be like, hey, can you do a cameo? You yeah. know? And we'll put it in the trailer. And, it'll be and we'll put it in the trailer. And <laughs> yeah, that's all we need it for. That's yeah. all I need you for. <laughs> that sells the movie. Um, that, there was actually some guy that I had, I had been following him on Instagram and he did this whole video on like how to get A-list actors in your movie. Mm. Oh. And he did this with Jude Law. And so he was like that basically you go down the list of people. It's like you have to like yeah. Kevin Bacon it. Who do I know yeah. that knows somebody that knows somebody? And so it was like somebody that he knew that he knew that knew yeah. Jude Law. And he was like, can you get a message? <laughs> and he actually agreed to do it. And so his suggestion was that you actually make the whole film sans that scene. Wow. So that all you need is that person for that day that you could actually say to that actor, I need you for three hours. In, and he yep. was like in one shot, he had one line. That was it. And he did the movie, which I thought yeah, was so cool. Amazing. You know, but um, it's Jude Law, man, it's Jude Law, you know, but that's that, that's just Jude Law. And I, I, I've said this before, but Jude Law is one of those actors where I'm just like. I It's like I, I won't go see a movie specifically because he's in it. He's not like whatever. But every time I see right. him, I'm like, man, he's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You, just side note. Under underutilized 
for the most part yeah. too. I feel like yeah, he's, for yeah, sure. he's not around as much as yeah. he should be. But that's that's exactly it. That's a good point. And like, I feel like the more people you know, that's what does help. And that's why I like having a podcast, having like, to me, it's all about, and you say like, oh, I, you didn't think I'd get back to you or whatever. Uh, it's like, to me, I'm like, no, like I want, I, I don't care like what phase any of us are in. I think that's what's great about our generation is like, we do things because we love it. We're not trying to just, I mean, of course there's people of all kinds doing different things for yeah. different reasons, but I really feel like that's what's great about our generation is like we plug into those who, you know, are like-minded and we want to come up and do things together. And if you really love it, you're just going to keep doing it regardless. And I always say, like, if I quit filmmaking, I'm still going to be filmmaking mm -hmm. because I can't help it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care yeah. if I'm doing something stupid with a friend or if we're trying to get $10 million. It's yeah. like, to me, it's like, I just feel like you got to reach out to anyone. And that's one more person, not to like use them, but to be like, it's just one more person to get me that Kevin Bacon it, you know, like, yeah, I, yeah. Can, yeah. I can, yeah. I can, I can get to I mean, law now. Cause for us, this whole podcast was just meeting people and talking shop. Cause we sit here and yeah. talk about yeah. filmmaking all the time. And it's like, you know, now we've, we we've, we've, we've met people, we have friends <laughs> yeah. now that are filmmaking, you know what I mean? So it's not like, we're never, we never would have anybody on that. We didn't like their work or whatever, just for views or whatever, you know what I mean? Sure, Having somebody sure. super famous on, you know, uh, just for views. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just so fun to like, Especially now when you can't go anywhere to like just yeah. sit and chat about um, yeah. What, what I you think love. it's if anything it's open doors like uh, again not to praise COVID but geez I just feel like a lot of in a way a lot of good is coming from it just because we've been able to sit back reflect for a second and be like well how do we navigate yeah. these scenarios and and a lot of the solutions in my mind strip out all of the clutter that was there before mm -hmm. so when you put that towards filmmaking it's like even just hearing about how sets I haven't been on a set of any kind even small or big or anything since you know pre-COVID and, and everyone's like yeah now it's so weird because you know there's nobody on set you can only have a couple people there and I'm like mm. that's how it should have been Why yeah. Have yeah right people standing around wasted who what is that guy doing exactly <laughs> yeah. that guy, what like he, yeah. he comes in and does one thing then he stands over my shoulder and I can't yeah. even get to the monitor when, or whatever yeah. yeah and to me I feel like the ingenuity that's coming out of well, how do we yeah. solve these problems? And it's 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 accidentally making everything more indie vibe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and, and, I want and, that. and I'm certainly not like an anti-union person by any stretch of the imagination. Right. I feel like that's that, but but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot like a lot of the mentality of the film set, and th I guess yeah. this, this isn't even union specific, but a lot of that mentality is from an era in which doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. It doesn't you exist. Know, it's you old. know, um, there was this great uh, piece that. Um, I want to give the right shout out. I think it's Corridor Digital did this piece where they 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 shot a like they're just like guys. They got like ten million YouTube subscribers. I know those guys. Yeah, okay, the VFX guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know them personally, but I love that. I watch that crap all the time. Yeah, yeah. I love so I love that channel. But they had done I don't know if you saw this one, but they had done like a, an actual like union shoot, and it's like we're shooting oh. on a red, and I want we did, we did the shot, and now I want to I want to replay what I just watched. Well, now a union guy or girl has to come over and push play yep. and let me watch it and. Look, no, no shade to that union person. That person needs to get paid. They put in their sure. time or whatever. But I feel like the the that kind of set needs to be kind of reconformed to fit today's standards. You know what I mean? Agreed. And, and and I don't want anyone to lose jobs, of course. But at the same time, I feel like people can be better utilized in other areas. You know? That I agree. I, there's got to be a happy medium to fix kind of the red tape. That yeah. We got to jump around. 
for no reason. That exact, I mean, that scenario is a scenario that happened every single day on Die in a Gunfight that I was not used to. Yeah. Or like, you know, I'm not allowed to talk, the director's not allowed to talk to extra. So like I accidentally, <laughs> Why? which again, yeah, like I, if I talk to an extra, it, I can talk to them obviously cordially back like, Yeah. But like I said, and not to throw anyone, I won't give, I don't know names or anything, but like the, this one scenario, I literally said, thank you. For, I said literally like thank you, oh, thank you so much for doing that to one of the extras and because I said that he went right to the producers <gasps> and got literally like a $500 or however much money pay jump because he kind of became a day player instead of uh, oh, he was able God. to pull wow. the union card and say like oh the director had me do something special you know like I did something very and, he, and in theory he did he had to walk in with a tray and hand it over and 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 usually the AD that's the point of the ad department they have to wrangle them and yeah. kind of communicate i communicate to them what but when i'm right there and you got 30 seconds to get the oh, shot and i can on. tell the guy put the hold it up a little more and thank you for doing that yeah. like you got to do it like and, and of course jokingly the one producer the line producer came to me and he's like you know you you said i told you not to be nice to these people he said you're too nice you said thank you to him and what do you think he did he got a pay raise yeah and, and he's like your thank you just cost us 500 bucks buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I track that guy down. I want you know, I want him to thank me. But yeah. um, but yeah, it's scenarios like that. Like that's an example of one me learning being mm -hmm. thrown into a situation where I'm like, oops, like that's a learning. Now I know. You know I would yeah, have yeah, never I knew, even but thought I didn't that know. was a thing. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it's different. And I mean, that was. I think both all creatures was the same way. I think, you know, but it's hard when you have like a 21. Not not to. You know, it, just because you're green doesn't mean you're good at something, not good at something. But we had a lot of green people, too, even on gunfight, even with more money. We still had it's funny. You have more money to be to throw at something that doesn't need it, you know, but you yeah. still undermine, you know, you get a team of whatever, you know, and this isn't I'm just making the scenario up. But let's say you get a a, a very green uh, art department team or camera department team. And it's like, okay, so we have a million, we spent $5 million to get that perfect trailer there and the location and, and the actor, but we don't have, a, the team is just not up to the standards of understanding how to to shoot it. So what's the point of spending all the money if right. we don't also spend them? It's just like, it's, yeah. all, it's because of the red tape, it gets weird. And yeah. And so anyways, yeah, there's, there's I could tell so many of those stories. And it's, <laughs> I think it's a, it's learning. It's a good learning process, but. It's also like, how do we not just learn it to avoid it? How do we learn it to change it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, to. to I think there's to... some common sense stuff that just needs to kind of be implemented yeah. or thought about. And it's like, um, like, I'm great that, that, you know, if somebody can get more money out of something, awesome. Good for you. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's, course. it's like, I don't, it, why, why, why is me thanking somebody uh, a violation of some rule somewhere? It's like, yeah, it's like a common yeah. sense thing, you know? It's a, it is, it's common sense and it shouldn't be a thing. And, and like, it, that's to me is like when you, one is fine, but when you have 500 different version of those weird movies, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. then the movie turns into a weird cookie cutter thing yeah. and it's like, like before you do anything you just have like a, a laminated list of things you can and can't do <laughs> can and can't do it's like okay check the boxes off and we might as well just print type in a bunch of ones and zeros and print out the movie it's yeah like, yeah you know i don't know Seriously. that extra tripped and fell i think her head cracked open don't touch her 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's so, how it feels. It's like don't touch. Wait till the ambulance like, gets here. Don't touch her because they're not part of the set. But she's but <laughs> she's, she's, she's they're, gonna, they're gonna get double pay. Yeah, yeah. she's pleading it's, for help. No, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, yeah. no, don't, and Doesn't don't matter. thank her. Are you kidding me? It, it, it's a trick. It's a, she wants more money. Yeah. She knows the rules. Well, it's like that thing when you get into a car accident and you say I'm sorry or are you okay? Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you know, and it's like you can't because it's like you know admitting fault or something. I don't know. Admitting fault and stuff. I see. I those are the rules. One, I'm inevitably gonna fall into that trap yeah. every time i make i'm the sucker yeah and two it's like why it's like i hate i hate that stuff yeah it's like well it's because because you have that one person that will sue somebody for, who gave them cvr and saved their life but then broke a rib or something yeah so yeah. now everybody's yep. got to like ruin, <laughs> it, ruin you, it for everybody i'm suing you because i'm paralyzed <laughs> but your car was on fire so you would have been yes. dead otherwise yeah, yeah. doesn't matter, doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> that's doesn't what you get matter. for being nice yeah yep. lesson learned well, thank you so much Man, for being. I could talk forever. Yeah, I, I know. We, yeah, we same. Talk forever. I, I, we're, we're the for real, worst. I could too. So. Um, thank you so much for being on. We definitely want to check out uh, your next film. We're going to have all the links and everything um, mm -hmm. uh, cool. so everybody can check it out. And then we'll have you on again. And then you can tell mm -hmm. us more saucy stuff. Awesome. <laughs> after the, after after the, the fact. Yeah. Uh, and we can talk then. Fantastic. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I love, I love this stuff. I, like I said, I could talk about it forever and clearly you guys have that passion and drive. And by the way, I love you guys' logo a lot. Oh, oh or thanks. Your, your actual, the gorilla. gorilla? so yeah. cool. You can but, get um, a t-shirt yeah, at I our website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, it's, um, it's we went back and forth on it to kind of decide, like, do we want to have like filmmaking? Is he holding filmmaking stuff yeah. or whatever? Oh, but it's yeah, like, sure. you know, I just want to keep it more subtle. Like, I was like, yeah, I want to you know, I, I make sure that we don't put a film strip on him. I feel yeah. like everyone is like, it's uh, yeah. film. So or a clapper. Or a clapper. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's no. a podcast. Just put the headphones. It's gorilla it's filmmaking. Yeah. Just go with it. The word gorilla, it's not, you know, if you see the word gorilla, you know it's about yeah, filmmaking. It's about you know. Film, you know so. Absolutely. It's like our like it's it really is our like motto as yeah. indie filmmaker. It always comes up, always will. And Talk I, to I think us in so five years, buddy, okay? <laughs> 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 oh when he's God. uh when he's he's yeah. directing Viola Davis and be like, well, he's officially out of our league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever, no way. <laughs> Tom Holland and Chris Evans like in yeah. the same movie. He finally Watch. got him. That's my, like, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, that's my next movie. It's a Chris Evans Tom Holland <laughs> team up. Yeah, just kidding. I just wish. our luck. Yeah. All right. Well, thank no. you so much for being on. Really appreciate. it. Thank you guys. Good luck with everything. Thanks. Yay. Bye. -bye. That was Colin. Colin. We should be friends with him. <laughs> and he no. should have no say in it. No. I think I'm just going to be friends with him. You're going to be our friend, whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah. Um, that was great. I had So I could talk to that, that dude for hours. Yeah. He's just one of those, like, That extra thing just thing. got me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I wouldn't even... I would be the worst. Now I'm trying to think back of all the times I was an extra and... Well, it, it, that's why I started thinking like the few things that I've done that were bigger, like the directors wouldn't even look at you. Yeah. And I, I you're always, like, what an asshole. But yeah, they're like, no, but actually, I'll I get in trouble if I do. Yeah, <laughs> I always just assume it was like, oh, because they're the director and we're just some, you know, lowly day worker, you yeah, know, yeah. And, you know, maybe that's maybe they, they just weren't allowed to talk to us. Yeah. Interesting. But hey, you know, good on him for taking advantage of the system. The, the extra getting that extra he knew exactly payday. what to do though yeah. damn like that so that's obviously like a thing where they're like try to get it try to get oh, it good with a friendly director yeah. <laughs> is this director personable nice i can't wait to every take time advantage you're around the director like do you want me to put this you want me to do this thing no <laughs> anyway uh, director's not looking at me yeah um 
Yes, that's that's so crazy. This is why we do the show. We learn something new every single time. Someone yeah. tells us something else about working on crazy on bigger sets. Crazy. So um, this week, just a quick before we before we go, um, we're going to be putting together a computer. You say we, but that's well. That's you're going to laugh at me while I subjective. try to swear my way through it. I'll be present. Yeah. Um, so stay. So check out our our instas for that that fun. There'll be a video out for it and everything. The the hijinks that will ensue putting a computer together. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've seen you do this. This is the third time now. Is it the third? This yeah, is like maybe the third, the third time that you've done this. And uh, the last it one never was, gets easier. The last one was a doozy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so. But it's never in the actual uh, putting the parts together. It's always in like the last one was just a nightmare and getting well. First of getting all, it up and running. It was or during something. a power outage. That's yeah. It was during the um, that. The hurricane that we had up here and so we didn't have power for like five days yeah and you were in the middle of you had just started and then we the hurricane came we lost power and it was like okay so that's done and uh yeah so yeah. so we'll we'll see the expletives shall fly yeah as they say i'm assuming because something always goes wrong for you and yeah and then you have to troubleshoot with someone who nerds harder than you yeah and yeah figure it out call perry so, um, shout outs. Mograph.com. Um, steady geek in, not up for debate. Um, Reality bomb. I just forgot that we had a, we're fostering a cat and it walked across and scared the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? She's not, a, she's not a cat you can forget. I'll tell you that. She's, she's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, a lot of energy, that one. A lot of energy. Just, I don't know. She needs a, she needs a home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really selling it there. She is this the sweetest thing you've ever. Uh, she's just uh, she's her own person. Yeah, her, her own. She's living her best life. She's living her best life, yeah. and uh, you know, sometimes that does not involve being around you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what they say? It's all fun and games until there's two birds in a bush. You know, right? Yeah, right. That is definitely what they say. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, so next week we'll be reviewing some stuffs that we've watched. Yeah, uh, and then I think the week after that as well, actually, because we have a guest. Um, we're actually going to be having Miss um, Kat Lindsay on, who was in our film A Vital Sign, who we should have had on ages ago. Yeah. Um, we were trying to get like the whole but getting cast through going. her, like you know, getting through all the her managers and her. <laughs> ugh, man, it was a, it was a pain in the neck, but She's, we got her. We landed her. We landed her. She was like, "Fine, yeah, I'll be on your stupid show." Um. So she'll be on, uh, which which is exciting because she's got stories too. Yeah. And uh, I love talking to other actors. I try to get more actors on the mm -hmm. show and I feel like they're like, no. Yeah. Directors, cinematographers. Mm -hmm. I mean, from like. Colorists, editors. Like, big stuff are like. Compositors. Yeah, sure, composers. sure. But then uh, like I reached out and I'm not going to say who's, but like I reached out to an actor who was like, had a really, really small part in something. Mm -hmm. But I, I just like was like, oh, this is a cool movie. And. Um, they were like, yeah, I'm not like really one for talking on stuff. Like I'm not good at it. I'm like, you're an actor. Yeah. <laughs> just say that. And you And that's why we'll never have Tom Holland on. Just say that you don't want to be on the show, but don't say to me, I'm not good with talking like as yeah. an actor. That's kind of your job, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, hey, um, whatever. That's fine. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about stuff and then you'll, you'll be here for it. Yeah. 
Um, again, we'll have all the links to Colin's stuff. Do check out his work, and I'm excited to, to, to see his next one. Genuinely yeah. want to see this, um, even yeah. though IMDb lies, and they're saying it's February, so I'll be stalking that. He's a that. good egg. He's a good egg, that one. Um, and if you have any films or anything that you want to recommend, yeah, I'll send it our way. Yes, please. Yeah. 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 And we do, you know, we have T-shirts. In case you didn't know, like, we do we have T-shirts. Of this logo like that. of that... Uh... Has been praised that 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 this awesome director was like, I love your logo, and we're like, great! I love that you love our logo, and yeah. we'd love if everyone else loved it too on their chest. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye.